0: Welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. Hey, what's up? All right. In this episode, we're going to break down the Mountain West. Mountain West is pretty, pretty, pretty solid division that no one really talks about that often, and we're going to shed some light on what's going out there out west. All right. The Mountain West, this year, they'll still be in two divisions, and we're going to break them down, like we say, the way they finished last year, break down all the different teams, and we'll give our predictions at the end. Next year... They're another one of those conferences that's going to lose the divisions like a lot of conferences are going to and end up playing their top two teams in the championship game, regardless
1: of what side that they're on. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Because you're talking a division like this. Some divisions are uh, or, or conferences are bigger, but you're talking 12 teams. So you're not going to play everybody. No,
0: no, no. You won't play everybody. And honestly, I think the Mountain West is probably, if you
1: look at prior to, pretty much the most balanced. Right. Each side. You right. Know? So I mean, it'd be tougher if there's more, you know, schedule. I mean, um, standings at the end of the years like tied. Yeah. But, I mean, because you, it was, it was close last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to consider the top team in the West Division was nine and four. Yeah, the number two team in the East Division was nine three. Oh yeah. So, yeah, like I said,
0: and then they'll do like a lot of them are going to. They'll do the two permanent rivals, right? And then they'll do the six rotating teams. So that's pretty cool because then they'll actually break up to where that they'll play pretty much everybody, right? I hate how these teams
1: go twelve years without playing each other. (laughs) Easy. I mean, but that that's something that's that's on scheduling, man. I mean, you got to be able to have somebody to be able to monitor that over the years and say, mm-hmm. hey, this matchup never happened. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> but like, we, well, we keep getting this matchup. <laughs> yeah, we
0: keep seeing this one, but we never see this game. Right. So I'm hoping that will work out pretty good for them. They came out with a list, and I don't have the list in front of me. But, like I said, I, I like the way they're doing I wish they would do nine conference games. I wish everybody would go to nine conference games instead of some doing eight and some doing nine. Right. I don't know. Like, I like it. It
1: would be easier to judge who does what if it was just even across the board and scheduling. But then, I mean, there again you're going to have um, some divisions doing no divisions, and then there's going to be some conferences going to do divisions. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too. Can't nobody even make up their mind
0: on that now. Right. So I end up digging into this and looking at winning percentages and everything. And honestly and truly, I was really, really surprised by that. The conference with the best winning percentage amongst non-conference, power five, and bowl games out of, and like I said, I didn't do the American in this, but I did Mountain West, Conference USA, Sun Belt, and the Mac.
1: And the Mountain West has the highest winning percentage in all three of them. Right. I mean, just looking at even this year, the projections. Mm-hmm. They're looking at this conference. I mean, you're talking about projections—five teams, but possibly it can be more. Oh yeah, that's over 500.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
0: last year, their non-conference, they went 29 and 19 against Power Five. They went five and 11. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, five and 11, that ain't that good. But <laughs> they had almost as many wins as the other three conferences combined. All right. And then when it got the bowl season, where they played those other conferences, because the Mountain West is all going to play with each other. Mm-hmm. They are the Sun Belt, Conference USA, and the MAC. They end up going 5 and 1 in their bowl games. Mm. <laughs> and no one talks about them in the Capital West bowl fest thing that they have where they keep track of whoever has the best winning percentage. Right. All they ever talk about is the Big Power Five schools. and – I mean, not granted, their competition is different, a little
1: better, but... Well, uh, I don't know about the Mountain West. I hadn't really looked into it. Not even making excuses for the other conferences. But this is what I do know about some of the, the, the bigger conferences, the Power Fives, is if those teams aren't playing for, I mean, I don't know, it's crazy, the championship, mm-hmm. they guys tend to sit out. Yeah. Bowl games. That's true. So, I mean, that, that can kind of hurt them in a way, you know... Um, come bowl season, because it's like all of a sudden nobody wants to get injured. <laughs> yeah, nobody like you wants You played to a play. full season, some three, four yeah. years, never mm. got injured. But now all of a sudden, we had this bowl game. Yeah, I, I don't want to get injured. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared Sometimes to get hurt now. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never understood
0: that either. I haven't because it is. I mean, bowl season. That's a that's a reward. That's an accomplishment. Right. You know, you get that opportunity to play one more game. Against another good team that had another good year, they got the same reward. Yeah, that
1: can showcase yourself. Yeah. But oh, yeah. You can make a lot of money if you show out in the bowl right. game. Right. Because, I mean, normally in the bowl game, of course, for the most part, it's a team that you wouldn't normally play. Mm-mm. And it could be a good matchup. Yeah. You know? And that's
0: the thing, too. People will tune in and watch two bad teams play a bowl game right. just because it's football. Right. <laughs> There's a football game on a Wednesday night in the wintertime. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, we'll
1: turn it to. But in if you like watch. the San Diego State <laughs> and they put up good numbers, you you can probably draw a pretty good power five team for the bowl game. Yeah. And I wish maybe they should
0: do that. Maybe the, the um, champion for each group of five conference should get the opportunity to play a power five school right? In, in the bowl game. I know the highest one goes to the New Year six or whatever, and they get that opportunity, but maybe like every conference should get that opportunity just to see. Yeah. Just to see where well, you start. Remember,
1: remember not long ago, um we looked at in the AAC. Mm-hmm. It was pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. It was probably better than, you know, a couple of the power five conferences. Oh, yeah. Hands down. If you
0: took, what was it, two years ago? Two, you about two that, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. If you took, yeah, the COVID year before the whole COVID thing happened, and we was talking about that, if you took Clemson out of there, top to bottom that year, I think the American was a better conference. Right. If you took Clemson out of it. Right. So, I mean, yeah, they they can compete and they
1: can play. Mm -hmm. They can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, given the opportunity. But then, like I said, another opportunity for those guys is probably leaving to showcase themselves against another you know top school or whatever yeah and that's unfortunate because a lot of these
0: kids end up getting plucked out of these conferences to go to other conferences even more now oh yeah way more (laughs) way way more yeah even more now so (laughs) so all right well that's our intro to the mountain west first school we're going to talk about here is san diego state san diego state they had a school record went 12 and 2 last year Right. That was their fifth ten-win season in the last seven years, hmm. and they had a really great season last year. They started seven and zero. They had a triple overtime win versus number twenty one Utah, who was the eventual Pac twelve champions. They lost to Fresno State at home, and that went on and that turned it off. And then they won their next four to be eleven and one, or going into the championship game where they lost to Utah State in the conference championship
1: game and then ended up winning their bowl game. And, I mean, so you know they're going to play defense. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Brady Holt. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't this know. This is his second time here. Exactly. And that's that's what I was checking because <laughs> I, I thought yeah. he was there previously.
0: Yeah, he was there in 2009 and 2010. Right. And then he, was, he
1: went to Michigan. Yep. And then. He came back.
0: Now he's back. This is third year back.
1: Right. So maybe, I I don't know, maybe, maybe the – lack of pressure that's on him he's just able to kind of coach because i mean it yeah. was crazy man i, I know there's no dude can coach but you know once he made that move it's like you forgot how to coach and like i said it, it's tense everything changes fan bases boosters you know all that stuff changes so mm-hmm. but now probably being back in the comfort zone san diego state he yeah just coach, coach freely yeah and the weather's a lot better i
0: heard san diego has the best weather year-round in, in America. Huh. It is. I think the average temperature there year-round is like 73 degrees.
1: I wonder, <laughs> though, what has been the last months i don't know everybody might have been a little bit warm so it might have been like
0: oh i don't know 76 Yeah, (laughs) i would love to go to san diego like i said i heard the weather there is amazing right but yeah like you were saying their defense their defense top notch Mm -hmm. the defense only allowed 80.3 yards per game and rushing yards per game last year that was number three in the country and total defense, they only gave up 324 yards, uh,
1: 324.4 yards per game. Right. That was 12th in the country. All right. And that, I mean, the credit to Brady Hoke, this staff, man, uh, to even in this day and time with everything else going on to have a team yeah. that can still, you know, kind of put up those numbers.
0: Yeah. And Rocky Long, he didn't leave him <laughs> in bad shape. Yeah. He did. Like I said, that they, they've had five, ten win seasons in the last seven years, right. and this is his third year here. So, I mean, they he got he was handed a pretty pretty nice because mm-hmm. I believe he was the D coordinator here right before Rocky Long retired, and now Rocky Long is at New Mexico, mm. he is which we'll talk about later. But returning back, they got a Jonah <laughs> Ta- Tavia, Tavia. He had eight and a half sacks. Five and a half tackles for loss and eleven QB hits on one end. And then the other end, D end, you got Keyshawn Banks, who had five sacks, six tackle for loss, and fourteen quarterback hits. And then you go ahead and then you look at they got Justice Tavia, which is Jonah Tavia's brother, right? That came in from Hawaii that's playing D tackle now. Right. So they got a brother connection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> on that 3-4 defense. They do. So that defensive line, again, is going to be very, very strong. And then once you get past them, you got a junior DB, Patrick Grant Morris, who led the team with tackles at 90 tackles, nine pass breakups, and four picks. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, they're solid on
1: defense. It's, it's going to be hard to score some points against yeah. San I mean, Diego State. I mean, they ranked number three nationally in rushing mm-hmm. rush defense. I mean, Ray Hogan coach defense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that team's going to be. How hot. many points per game did they give up last year? 19.8. That's not bad. Which was ranked 17. Yeah. In nationally. the country? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Third yeah. in the conference. Heck yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Concerned. They were pretty balanced. I mean, they were seventh in the country in scoring. Uh huh. That wasn't the Mountain West, but 7 8 in, in, yeah. in the country. So. Okay. But. Yeah, and they're going to play good defense. I mean, Brady, that's his specialty in that one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, credit to them, man. I mean, con- you know, considering everything and all the moving parts with players, got options to do this and do that. and yep. But to keep them together after putting up these numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really difficult. Yeah. It is. Putting up these numbers and, you know, and you read out some of the stats. I mean, even with the safety. I mm-hmm. mean, even someone could say, hey. <laughs> You know, oh I, yeah, I need I need a piece to plug in. Easy could have made that call. Mm-hmm. He'd been out there, but but credit to them, man. Oh yeah. All right.
0: So the next one that we got here is Fresno State. Fresno mm-hmm. State last year went ten and three. They beat UTEP in the New Mexico Bowl, and Jed Tefford is back. He coached here from twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen. He went twenty six and fourteen during that time and had a team record 12 wins in 2018. He stepped down for health reasons, and I guess he got all that under control and back and is back coaching at Fresno State this year.
1: Mm. And Pretty interesting, though, that um, last year they didn't lose back-to-back games. Huh, that's not too bad. Mm-mm, not at all, man. <laughs> I mean, you take a hit, and of course, like, although they're not the in the bigger conferences, but you yeah. still have to keep those dudes motivated oh, to come yeah. back Bounce next back. Week. Definitely. Oh yeah. You know, and um, but there was one one game, well, against Boise. I mean, mm-hmm. you lose forty to fourteen. Mm. I mean, that can be <laughs> yeah. That can that can drag your season right there. Oh but for yeah. For them to come back and run three straight. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they won at number
0: thirteen UCLA forty to thirty seven, and won at number twenty one San Diego State thirty to twenty. Right. And mm-hmm. almost won at Oregon. Right. Thirty-one to twenty-four. Yeah, this year they get to play USC.
1: <laughs> Hank, but you never know. I mean, you they, never um, know. Even those games that they lost outside of probably that Boise. Yeah. Well, but who knows? Could have been some late scores. Oh yeah. Kind of push, so. kind of push it up a little bit. Yeah. But outside of that, they were in every game.
0: Mm-hmm. A good thing they got going for them that's really going to help is their quarterback, Jake Hayner, returns. Right. Last year, four thousand ninety-six yards. 33 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and a 67.1% completion percentage. Mm. And actually, believe it or not, he was going to go to Washington but decide to come back because his head coach had went to Washington and who was the head coach last year, and Jeff Teffer, he's back this year. Right. But the head coach that was here last year, Went actually went to Washington, and Jake Hayner was going to follow him, and then he decided to come back. Probably would have been the starter at
1: Washington too if he if he really wanted to be. The sale, I would say, also outside of the unknown of following the coach, you have two at least two of your top targets coming back, mm-hmm. so that's easy chemistry. Oh yeah, you know versus let me let me go here and and see how this works or yeah. you know. Make another challenge. But, I mean, if you got chemistry, you got your dudes coming back with you. Oh, yeah. That's easy to sell.
0: Yeah, their top two receivers are back, Jalen Cooper and Josh Kelly. Right. Last year, they combined for 137 catches, 1,677 yards, and 14 of his 33 touchdowns. Right. They do lose their top running back, but return senior Jordan Mims, Mm. he ran for 726 yards and six touchdowns. And had a huge bowl game last year. Right. Last year, 236 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. So, sounds like he's about ready to be the workhorse.
1: Right. And seeing, uh, I guess, they they have a inexperienced line coming back. So, hopefully they got that address in the offseason. Oh, yeah. And bring some dudes in. Yeah, and their defense ought to be pretty good,
0: too. Yeah. I mean, they return their top four tacklers. And they're led by junior free safety Evan Williams, who had a really good year last year, too. He had 92 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, six pass breakups, and three picks. So that's one of the free safeties that's back there making plays and
1: playing all over the field. Right. So he'll be a really good one to watch out for next year at Fresno State. Mm, that's a plus. I mean, just looking at the numbers from last year, I mean, ranked 20th nationally in scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24th and rushing um, 58 passing and you gotta work on that yeah. but overall 32nd oh rushing. yeah that's not bad
0: on defense alright all well that's gonna wrap up Fresno State we're gonna move on to another school here that we got Nevada mm. Nevada was 8-5 last year but they lose their head coach Jay Norvell for Colorado State Ken Wilson steps in he's the new head coach he actually has been here. This is a true Nevada person. I don't know what that Nevadian. Right. <laughs> if that's what they call him that up word. there. Yeah. He was there from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety eight. Left, came back and was there from two thousand and four to two thousand twelve. And he came in, he was the code coordinator at Oregon
1: last year. Mm-hmm. So he's a first year coach or experienced coach. Yeah, I mean, this is his first here. job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, now, it was interesting though. I mean, of course they, you know, they lost their um, quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the primary backup is coming back this year. 6'9". Oh wow, quarterback height. Yeah, he can just look over the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he better be
0: able to because they only got two starters on offense it's coming back. Six <laughs>
1: nine. That's like. I don't know. I'm not even going to check. That's, that's a tall quarterback right it's, there. Yeah. six nine. One of the tallest probably ever played. Yeah. six nine. Yep.
0: One of the biggest problems they have is they have their 45 players from last year mm-hmm. are no longer there. Mm. That's going to take a hit. Yeah, a lot of them went with Norvell to Colorado State, and then a lot of them ended up graduating. Right, but they're missing forty-five players from that team last year that went eight and five, and it's been the four straight bowl games, and also they're the least experienced team
1: in the entire country. Yeah, and that's that's a challenge. <laughs> that's a challenge right there. So that'll kill you. Yeah, he's just gonna have to work <clears throat> work with what's coming back mm-hmm rebuild his offense rebuild his defense right <laughs> rebuild right. his team <laughs> you gotta yeah yeah um just looking at the schedule outside the conference or they go to hour yeah they'll lose that one yeah it's gonna be a little challenge for him I mean but that's that's normal though when you get a you get a new regime coming in um, yeah but you don't lose 45 players. I got you, but that, that, that was my question, though. To lose 45, what was it? Like I said, probably a good
0: majority of them ended up graduating. Right. But, yeah, like about, as we talk about when we get to Colorado State, about nine, eight, nine players went with Norvell to Colorado, right. Colorado State. Right. And, like I said, being the least experienced team in the country, uh, eight, they had eight wins last year. I don't see...
1: Four or five wins this year. Yeah, with a new coach, and that's the thing you don't you don't even know what system he's gonna bring in. Yeah, I mean he's a defensive guy running mm-hmm. offense, but he may want to run something totally different.
0: Yeah, bringing a new OC, right, and everything. So, but yep, that's a little bit about Nevada. Next one we got here is
1: Hawaii. Hawaii, the place to play college football.
0: Yes, I would love to go there. <laughs> <laughs> So last year they went six and six or six and seven and got rid of their head coach, or I'm sorry, he resigned because of the pressure, Todd Graham. I'm gonna go on a little rant for a minute. I think Todd Graham, and I don't like to say this about people, I think is a horrible person. The way that he his is messed up because maybe he's not a horrible person in person. I don't know the man. And the way he left his jobs. Like, when he left the Pittsburgh job to go to Arizona, he didn't even have a team meeting. He sent the guys a text message. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everywhere he's been, it's been negative. Right. Everywhere he's gone, there's been red flags. And you know what I'm saying? He He's one of them coaches that everywhere he goes, he leaves the team worse than what they was when he got there. Mm. And that's saying something, because they're not going to hire you if they're doing well. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just, I don't, like I said, I'm glad he resigned, and I hope he doesn't
1: become a head coach anywhere else. You never know, man. He's got opportunity after opportunity. It surprised yeah. me. Yeah, he always follows up. Right. He does. He went
0: from Tulsa, then he went to Pittsburgh. Right. Then he screwed that one off and, and dipped out, went to Arizona State. Right. Then he left from Arizona State, dipped out from that one, and went somewhere else, I don't remember, before he ended up going to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he ends up getting a head coaching job at Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this is the only person I know that falls
1: up the stairs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know and, what I'm saying? And, and then to fall to Hawaii Yeah, and all places. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I say, maybe he is a good person. I don't know. Yeah. But, like I said, it's very rarely that when a head coach comes in and he leaves, he leaves that place worse than what he got it. Right. And it's bad enough. It ain't like they've had great success while he was there, and then he he, he destroyed it. Yeah, I don't no too
1: good last year.
0: Yeah, he hasn't had success nowhere. Mm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Don't surprise him pop up somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he will. Yeah. Maybe not this year. and Probably next year he'll get another group of five head coaching job or something like that. And It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so that's my rant. <laughs> all right. So good thing for Hawaii, they got rid of that man and brought in a new head coach, a guy they all know, a man from the island. Timmy Chang. Timmy Chang. Record-setting quarterback. Right. He was there from 2000 to 2004, threw for over 17,000 yards and 117 touchdowns in his career as a quarterback at Hawaii. I think he'll do a great
1: job. Yep. Yeah, and I think he'll probably try to duplicate the offense that he ran in college. Yeah, and he can recruit the area. Right. I mean, he's like a
0: legend there. They all know him. He was a wide receiver coach at Nevada from 2017 to 21 under mm. Norvell mm. who runs the air raid type spread type offense. Right. I mean he'll have a little bit of work to do. I mean, he only has four returning on offense. They lose their top two receivers and top three of three of four running backs. And on defense, they only got two coming back and they lose seven of their top tacklers and their defense was at the bottom of the
1: country last year. Yeah, rank right. 100 in yeah. scoring defense. Yeah, it's like that's not good. Not at all, man. You got to make <laughs> stops to at least help your um help your team. I uh. mean, pass defense 127 mm-hmm. in the country, dude. Out of 131, It's not good. <laughs> no, not good. no. They got a new QB,
0: Cannon Cooper. He's a junior. He came in from Washington State. So, up there, they've been known to sling the ball around, so he should be pretty used to the system and everything. Right. And as I was looking, their number three recruit that they got coming in is a three-star recruit, Noah Kima. He's a linebacker. Guess where he's from?
1: No, tell us, Steve.
0: Lawrence, Kansas.
1: (laughs) Why didn't he stay home, Taz? (laughs) History. He knows history of uh, probably Kansas football better than anyone.
0: Yeah. And he was trying to get the hell out of Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> I have an opportunity to live in Honolulu for three years. Yeah. Or Lawrence, Kansas. I'm quite
1: sure he probably went to games and maybe one well, of I mean, Yeah,
0: he probably did. Or well, hopefully they did an official visit. Yeah. I don't know. They might have saw him and said, That's a three star, man. He's out of our league. I
1: <laughs> ain't no, got much of a choice.
0: <laughs> we ain't gonna have none of to- that. None of the varsity (laughs) high school players. We're going to have the JV players come visit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's enough on Kansas for the Mountain West episode. Yeah. (laughs) But we will bring up our other team here in a little bit. (laughs) They do got some really tough road games, though, this year. They got to go to Michigan, to San Diego State, to Colorado State, and to Fresno State. So I think Timmy Chang's gonna have his hands full on getting to a bowl game this his first year. Now I'm not saying he's gonna. I think he's gonna do well there, mm-hmm. but I think this first year, like I said, you only got six returning starters on offense and defense combined, right? And you got four really tough road games. I think it's this year. This year would be a rebuild, regroup year, and get Todd Graham's. Kids out of there and bring in your own kids and get that culture back to where it needs to be.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, man. If if they hadn't addressed the defensive issues last year, yeah. I mean, you just got to try to outscore everybody. And I don't think they got a five-power to do that. No, no, no. Not this year. Uh-uh.
0: They don't. Not this year. Well, all right. Well, that's our. And what we got for our top destination school in the country <laughs> <laughs> for Hawaii. Now we're going to move on to San Jose State. Right. San Jose State. Brent Benham. Brenham. Mm. They went five and seven last year. gave they've, they've gotten, they've starting to turn it around. When he was there, they started three and 22. Ever since then, he's got them 17 and 15. So he's starting to move on and keep, keep them moving in the right direction. They've only had one winning season since joining the Mountain West, mm-hmm. and that was in 2013. 2020, they end up going 7-1, and one, but that's a COVID year, so we don't really count that one. And finally, Nick Starkle. Finally. <laughs> he finally graduated. Finally, that dude. Yeah, at 37 years old, mm. Nick Starkle is now out of college football.
1: <laughs> Thought the dude had a promising career, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I did too. Yeah. He started off really good, mm-hmm. but it just, it never clicked. And then he just, he bounced around too much. Yeah, impatient. Instead yeah. of just
1: going somewhere, kind of waiting his time out, mm-hmm. developing. Yeah. Work your way up and be able to start. They
0: got a new quarterback. He came in from Hawaii. hmm He's got 23 starts. He has 6,100 yards, 45 touchdowns, and 22 interceptions while he was in Hawaii. They lose their top running back and wide receiver, but they do return a lot at both of those, a lot of production at both of those positions. Mm-hmm. So, offensively, they might seem to be all right. They probably won't be too bad. And then defensively, they're going to be really better, I think. Mm-hmm. How
1: they finish last year in defense, Taz? Defense last year, well, scoring defense, 68 rush defense, pretty, pretty good, 34 in the country. Yeah. How many uh, points do I give up? 26 and a half. Eh, that's about average. 26 60-something. Eh, yeah. That's shoot, about the middle of the pack. That's about seventh in the conference. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> they do play pretty good defense in the Mountain West. Right. <laughs> well, the good thing they got going is they got eight starters returning on defense. Mm-hmm. Eight of their nine ta- top tacklers. And they got the top tackler in the Mountain West coming back, senior Kyle Hartman. he had 133 tackles last year mm. as a linebacker. They got a really solid DB coming back. He's a senior, Shelton, 62 tackles, 12 pass breakups, two picks. I've noticed something about in the Mountain West mm-hmm. is they got some really good defensive backs yeah. and secondary players. Mm-hmm. And then believe it or not, like I said, they was five and seven last year. They started five and four. And they lost their last three to end up missing the bowl game. Right, they lost a last-second field goal at Nevada, and then after
1: that, whenever they got to the five and five, dude, the bottom fell out. Yeah, yeah, I see that. They only won back-to-back games once. Yeah, and the <laughs> last two, they had they had to win one of the last two to
0: make it to a bowl game, and lost by thirty-one in, to both of them mm. each. Both of them at home. Utah State and Fresno State, they lost by 31 points at home and missed the bowl game. So, they was on the right track. Like I said, their defense will be better. Mm-hmm. Their offense will be a little bit better.
1: I mean, they could squeak six
0: wins. I could see six wins. Yeah.
1: Just looking this schedule, Portland State, Amy western Michigan, I wouldn't circle that Colorado, uh, Wyoming game just yet, though. Well, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't now Yeah. i put a question Ooh, mark. Oh, can't wait to talk about that one. Yeah, i put a question mark right there. <laughs> but, yeah, they possibly. But, I mean, but, they're going to have to be the team they ain't supposed to, of right. course. But I'm saying even last year, though, they only won back-to-back games once. Yeah. Everything else was spaced out a game here, a game there. And uh, it would be tough. I mean, there's some games. I mean, you're talking Nevada's got a new head coach. If you can catch some teams, it's probably in transition.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's what we got for San Jose State. The next one we got is the last team that finished last in the division, UNLV, mm-hmm. which is another good destination school, <laughs> right in Vegas. They went 2-10 and ten last year. All right.
1: <sighs> and, and you would think, though, I mean – just a team you I don't know now you have the Raiders in Vegas yeah so you would think the city would be you know kind of happening yeah a draw for a coach you know mm hmm I mean because you know of what's going on but at the same time there's more to it than just oh yeah coaching in Vegas
0: mm-hmm yeah there that Marcus arroyo mm-hmm. he's two and sixteen and the it last is two years there but he is fighting an uphill battle because it's not like he's the only one that hasn't done well there. They haven't had a winning season or reached a bowl game since 2013. Yeah. these This team has lost eight of their last nine at home.
1: Well, they only won two games that
0: Also, <laughs> eight of the last nine on the road. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but... Now, here's a, here's a little glimmer of hope for UNLV fans. They do bring in a five-star quarterback. Mm. Redshirt freshman Harrison Bailey from Tennessee. Mm. So, I mean, that's – a quarterback can change your team.
1: Yeah, but I think if, if they kind of – it's like a reoccurring theme. Mm. Dress the defense a little bit. Oh, yeah, horrible defense. Turn, turnover margin minus size. Yep. Uh, try to address some of those those areas and listen to this okay they, they won two games last year yeah but out of the losses you have the the first game eastern washington 33 35 yep Fresno state 38 30 yep utsa 24 17 mhm utah state 28 24 yep san jose state 27 20 Hawaii, 14-point. Well, they won that one, actually. And uh, San Diego State, 28-20. Yep.
0: So, I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six
1: close mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Six close losses. One score losses. One score losses. <laughs> possibly addressing some er- a lot of areas, offense and defense, because most of the categories outside of one, which was passing, mm-hmm. was um, ranked in the 100s nat- nationally.
0: Yeah, and I think their pass defense will be a lot better this upcoming year Mm -hmm. because they were actually starting four sophomores in their secondary last year. Right. So now four of them will be juniors, and they'll be well more seasoned. So here's this: I got on here. They went two and ten. They lost six games by one score or less. Mm. Six wins. Six six wins. I mean, and the, is that
1: just kind of address a couple things? Like I said, one is the turnover margin.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you got a five-star quarterback now. Yeah, so.
1: but he still got to get acclimated.
0: Well, yeah, but give I mean, or take, I think six wins is very, very probable. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they can get him to a bowl game, or and maybe even have a winning season, depending on what they do in the bowl game. Right. I don't think they'll win seven games during the regular season, but I could see six in the bowl game for him.
1: Yeah, possibly. It's gonna be difficult. That's the thing. I mean, you got the five star quarterback, but like the leading receiver, he entered the portal midway through spring drills. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean. you know, it's 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 difficult. And that's a, it's a challenge for everybody. Just well, yeah, I mean, the whole no conference is
0: fighting all that. So I mean, right? What happens with one's happening everywhere? But just, trying, so to, you can't just really... trying to
1: keep some type of chemistry together, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, and plus you got a young quarterback. You would rather have veteran receivers to kind of help him, you know. Come oh yeah,
0: on or whatever. Yeah, and maybe they pull someone in too. It seems like a lot of these schools, for whatever they lose, they end up pulling in somewhere else and right. it's just change the name on the back of the jersey, and they all pretty much play the same, <laughs> you know. So, but I'll wrap up UNLV in that division. We're gonna switch over to the other division over there. We got Utah State, eleven and three last year. Won the conference championship game. Blake Anderson, he's over in his second year now. They end up bringing a quarterback last year from Arkansas State, Logan mm-hmm. Bonner, mm-hmm. had thirty six hundred yards, thirty six touchdowns, and twelve interceptions last year. All right.
1: So they're bringing him back this year, and seven starters on offense are back. And uh, just just checking up on uh, Bonner, the game, the Mountain West Championship game, injured his knee last year. Um, still not back. Actually yeah. Actually missed the spring game also. So hopefully they'll be able to get him back. You know after having a full spring off. Oh yeah. In summer and summer uh, and get him back healthy. Yeah, he'll be working through the summer.
0: Right. I believe. Right. Yeah. They had three. their three losses last year were Boise State, BYU, and Wyoming, mm. and they lost all three of them at home. Yeah. That's odd. It is. Yeah. Two of them back to back. Yeah. So they end up playing those three all on the road this upcoming year. Last year they went 3 and 3 at home, but went 7 and 0 on the road. <laughs> they do lose their top three receivers, but their senior running back, Calvin Tyler, he's back. He had 884 yards and seven touchdowns with their quarterback coming back. So the seven they got on offense should be really good even though they lose their top receivers.
1: Yeah, but it brought a couple transfers in. Mm-hmm. One from Maryland, Brian and One from Alabama, Xavier Williams. So, okay, you got some guys that's got not just Power Five, but uh-huh. you know, established program experience. I yeah, mean, anytime you can go, you know, even with Maryland playing Big Ten ball, so mm-hmm. you, you know those guys were able to play against some of the best with the Ohio State, the Michigan, Michigan. Well, you know, you know the run oh, yeah. the Big Ten, mm-hmm. and of course, I mean playing in the SEC. You're going to get some of the best defensive back you're going to face in the country. Oh, yeah. So, and to bring those guys, not saying the Mountain West are slouch by any means, <laughs> but I think those guys, um, you're probably seeing more of top level players. You know, like, yeah, players like oh, uh, yeah. NFL type guys. Yeah,
0: they return four starters on their offensive line. They combined for 102 career starts. Hmm. So, offensively, they ought to do pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only bring five back on defense. But, I mean, maybe this is one of those teams, too, like a couple of them. Let's just outscore them and hope we
1: can get them to punt once. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I mean if that's the strategy, I mean, because you're picking up. I mean, they even picked up Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. That's one of the out-of-conference games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see psh, at least six wins. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure
0: six. I mm-hmm. mean, they'll, they'll they'll compete for the division again. I think that'd be interesting though when they play uh, Colorado State. Oh yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah. It will, trust me. All right. <laughs> All right. So that pretty much wraps up Utah State. The next school that we got here, then we have Air Force. Mm. Air Force. Troy Calhoun is their head coach, sixteenth year there. They actually went ten and three last year.
1: They've been they've been solid over the years, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Very, very solid. And then we want to do like we did with the Navy one. Salute all the troops out there, the Air Force Academy people. Really appreciate everything that y'all do. And I was looking at, I found what I talked about in the other one. I found this thing. It says a day in the life of an Air Force senior cadet first class. This is this guy's schedule. 630 mm. a.m. Wake up. morning officer development. 7 o'clock, breakfast. 7.30 to 11.23, classes. 11.35, marching in formation. 11.55, Uh. lunch. 12.15, officer development. 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, or 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Treatment and meetings, 3.05 to 5. Team lift and practice at 6.50, dinner. At eight o'clock starts homework. At eleven p.m. lights out,
1: mm.
0: and then turns around and does it all again at six thirty in the morning the next day. <laughs> I mean that right there. That regiment, mm-hmm. that's that's crazy. That's and that's also too like we had talked about before. Why I think that they run a triple option because mm-hmm. you don't have the time. I mean, where is that kid supposed to run extra routes with his quarterback? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's that their lives is so structured that, I mean, they don't have opportunity for to put any extra work in in football. And last year, they tied first in the Mountain Division. They lost a tiebreaker to Utah State because they lost 45 to 49 last year. Like I said, they went 10 and 3. They lost all three of their games by a combined 17 points. They lost at home, Utah State, 45-49, mm-hmm. San Diego State, fourteen twenty, mm-hmm. and Army in overtime, fourteen to
1: twenty-one. And it's interesting that they're able to to do that when they don't they don't pass the ball often. Mm-mm. I mean they were, they ranked twelfth in the conference, one hundred twenty eighth nationally. <laughs> but check this out. <laughs> but. Uh huh. They they rank first in the conference, and first nationally in Russian. Yep. Oh yeah, they're and, gonna run the ball uh, on you. Yeah, they are. Like, they're not saying they don't put effort. Yeah. To pass, but 128. Yep. Yeah. Ain't no need 95. to. 95.5 <laughs> yards per game passing. Dang. 95, dude. That's crazy. I mean, some dudes get that in a, in a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Two possessions. Yeah. So look at it. <laughs> I mean, they're not putting a lot of emphasis on throwing the ball but I mean you average 327 or twenty eight <laughs> yards per game rushing
0: uh-huh yeah. you don't need to <laughs> yeah Why well, toss it oh yeah well it ain't it's gonna be the same same episode next year mm-hmm. they got eight starters on offense coming back their quarterbacks a third year starter Daniels four of their top five running backs are back, including their fullback mm-hmm. Brad Roberts. There ain't going to be any difference It's going to change next year. No.
1: It no. isn't. But uh, quick question, you know, when you start talking on force teams mm-hmm. and I'm looking at do you think they have a somewhat of an advantage over some of like the group of five teams because they can't, I mean, I know it's different and you talk about the schedule, stuff like that, but mm-hmm. they can recruit nationally. Oh, yeah. Because they aren't our forces. Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: They can. You they know? can recruit anywhere. Exactly. They, can. Exactly. they don't they can care recruit. where the kid at. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you you want to go
1: to the armed forces and, and play football, college yeah. football at the same time? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can you can recruit anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over the country. Right. You can. Right. And then, yeah, once you get done at the academy in Colorado, then you can be stationed anywhere. hmm and then they return seven starters on defense, top twenty nationally, number two in scoring, rushing and passing, mm. number one in total in in the division, in the conference, and number four in the country, mm. total defense. They got a senior Vin, linebacker, Vince Sanford, mm-hmm. coming back, fifty nine tackles, nine and a half sacks, seven and a half tackles for loss, and nine QB hits. Mm. I mean they really Calhoun's really established them as a great team. Right. Over the last 3 years they've been 10 and 4 on the road. They've won 5 straight. They're 12 and 3 at home the last 3 years. And they've had 10 wins for the last 8 years.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty good win. Uh you have a team like this where, you know, NFL aspirations are probably not their first priority.
0: No. No. That or NIL. Yeah, it's not their first yeah. priority. mm Mhm. And nope.
1: it, and it be able to sustain that, I man. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. a, and a cool thing about I think some of these armed force teams, mm-hmm. you probably won't have um, attrition. You, no, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. When you come, when you come to that, because <laughs> they're, glued, they're tied into with the with the school. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you won't be seeing attrition guys. You know, he, with them putting up 327 yards. I'm quite sure the running backs are putting up some major major yards. Oh yeah. You won't see that running back. Transferred to another school Mm-mm. just no. because of better opportunities because he's so yep. tied to the school. Oh, yeah, of course. Through the through the armed force. Mm-hmm. That's, that's
0: interesting. Yeah, and here's something a little unfortunate for Air Force. They haven't won a Commander-in-Chief trophy since 2016. Mm. And then against Army, and I hate to bring all this bad news up, but <laughs> they'd actually, Air Force had won four straight, have four straight wins from 2013 to 2016 against Army. Mm -hmm. But they've actually lost four of the last five versus Army. But Mm. they have won four of the last six versus Navy, including back-to-back. I can see Air Force having an even better year next year than they had last year. Right. With everything they got coming back, everything they've been able to do, I can see them having a great year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe there's something that may dress down the line. I mean, it may be roster expansion. I mean, because I don't know how many guys. I mean, I I would say probably definitely Army. Yeah. Maybe even Navy to where there's probably more guys that want to play college football than the 83. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, you can look in the stands and just yeah.
0: Oh, and tell for sure. Yeah. You can. I mean, they'll always be in shape. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they gotta be in shape to be in the armed Forces. <laughs>
1: One there's like a waiting list,
0: though. Oh, that's so know. many
1: kids. You know what I'm saying? Coming
0: yeah. in. I'm sure they have their walk on program like yeah. everywhere else yeah. and everything. All right. Well, that'll wrap up Air Force. Next we got is Boise State. Boise State last year went seven and five. Mm. They seem to be a pretty trendy pick for this upcoming season. They actually. Have made it to four straight Mountain West title games before last year. They Mm. replaced Brian Harson. He Mm. took off and went to Auburn, which I bet he wish he stayed there now. (laughs) 17 of the last 21 years, from 99 to 2019, they won 10 plus games. They do have eight returning starters on offense, they got a four year starter quarterback, junior four-year starters, a junior Mm out, ready for this stuff, COVID regiment to be over with. Mm. Hank Backenmeyer, he had 3,000 yards last year, 20 touchdowns, eight pick. But what I read was he was hurt most of the second half last year. They lose their first-team All-Mountain West wide receiver, Khalil Shakur, who who actually had one-third of his yards and touchdowns of the team's. So that's a big play receiver that they're going to have to replace right
1: right and and to their benefit what it went seven and five last year uh-huh. five and three in the conference, which was pretty good you know 500 mm-hmm. but two of the teams they played last year was UCF and Oklahoma State mm-hmm. that beat them by one Man. okay so they replaced those teams with Oregon State and uh, UT Martin. Well, yeah, that's a better swap out. Yeah, I mean, so, of course, yeah. naturally, their, their schedule's probably going to be better with they went 75 last year. If they can hold fort with conference, which that's probably going to fluctuate, mm-hmm. but if they go 5-3 again in the conference and probably win two more games, mm-hmm. that'll put them at, you know, nine wins. Yeah, what they need to do is hold on to the football.
0: Because I was looking at it, and if everybody wants to know why they lost five games Mm -hmm. in their losses, negative seven in turnover margin. Mm. and their seven wins, plus 15. Because I was sitting here looking at it, and I was like, how do you have the number one scoring defense in the Mountain West, and you went seven and five? Mm -hmm. Like, that makes no sense. There has to be some telltale sign of, How you lost that many games in your conference when you got the number one score in defense.
1: Right. And then uh, as far as offensive ranks, everything ranked within top 10 of the conference. Only thing was down as far as outside of that was the rushing Mm -hmm. offense, which ranked 110. Mm. So they're not getting any push. No, not at all. So that affects the pass game also.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they returned nine starters back on defense this year, so that number one scoring defense ought to do pretty well. Now they just gotta hope they can force some turnovers. The defense can,
1: right? Right, and like I said, and then they have uh, two opponents that place uh, replace two really good teams. Yeah, you know uh, Oklahoma State, of course Oklahoma State. You know, with the way they put up points, man, it's it's crazy. They only held them to they held them to twenty one. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Not at all. It ain't.
0: But that comes from that good scoring defense that they got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and believe it or not, if no one knew this, did you know Boise State have made it to a bowl game every year since 2002? Now, granted, 2018, it got canceled against Boston College in that game in Dallas. Remember, because mm. of the weather? What? Because it rained and how they couldn't reschedule it was what? ridiculous. Right. And then in 2020, they just opted out altogether because of COVID, which they had a winning record, and then would have mm-hmm. went to a bowl game. And then, with the worst luck ever, in 2021, they was going to a bowl game to play Central Michigan, and it got canceled. So mm-hmm. actually, they've qualified or been eligible, pretty much qualified for a bowl game every year since 2002. Mm-hmm. And three of the last four years... They haven't been able to play in a bowl game. I mean, that's just crazy. But I think they'll have a pretty solid year. Mm -hmm.
1: I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think. mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't bad last year.
0: No, no, seven and five. But like I said, they seem to be a real hot trendy picker that a lot of people are picking Mm -hmm. to win the division. And I don't quite see that yet. But I think they're working in the right direction. Yeah,
1: and this—I mean, this is one of those programs, man, that was left in good shape Mm -hmm. by two previous staffs. Oh yeah, you know because Chris Peters definitely set the standard. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I yep. mean, really, I know I didn't mm-hmm. really even hear about boys before Peterson got there. No, no, <laughs> I couldn't tell
0: you nothing about him before nah. Peterson got there. The no, only thing we knew is I couldn't
1: what they were known for.
0: Smurf turf. That's it. <laughs> I knew yep. nothing
1: else about. <laughs> Boise uh-uh. State until they started winning.
0: Yeah, and the only way I learned about that was when I was younger playing the college football game. Mm-hmm. And it was finally a Division One school and mm-hmm. was on there back in the early 2000s or late 90s. Right. And then I played against them or something. I was like, oh, my gosh, their turf is blue. <laughs> hmm hmm It was crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next team that we got here is Wyoming. Game changer. Yo, yeah, he is a game changer. Game changer. Yeah, Craig Bowl in mm-hmm. his ninth year here. came from North Dakota State. He went seven and six last year. Mm-hmm. Won the first four games. Finished two and six. You know what the turning point was in that season?
1: What was that turning point?
0: The At Air Force game. Mm. Yeah, you know what happened in that game?
1: Uh, tobacco yeah yeah
0: yeah. had the ball down I want to say by two or three mm. had the ball got fourth and short fourth and one with like seven minutes left and has not been able to stop air. we just talked about Air Force number one rushing team in the country mm-hmm. so what are they going to do to kill the clock they're going to run the ball what? what's he do punts it to him mm. what do they do Run the clock out and score. Never got the ball back again. Yeah, I remember that one. It cost yeah. me on that one, buddy. Yeah, it cost me some money. hmm <laughs> And now, like I said, I, oh, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. He's got four starters returned on offense. Three of his top four running backs are gone. Mm-hmm. Both his quarterbacks are gone. Three of his top four receivers are gone. And he's got a three quarterback battle. Now, here's something funny: <laughs> is they they got a game guy named Evan Scubada. Mm. Say big, tall kid, strong kid. Say you know I'm gonna change my number to number seventeen. Josh Allen, mm. Josh Allen's number. He's trying to rekindle that. Yeah, he's hoping that his head coach forgets Josh Allen isn't there anymore and sees number 17s and asks him, why ain't the hell he in the game? He's
1: trying to that. Yeah. yeah. Put Josh Allen in. Coach, he,
0: Josh Allen ain't here no it probably,
1: more. To him, he makes better decisions when that number's on the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't function without that number on the field.
0: Yeah. He's going to forget Josh Allen on his play. Mm. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. He's, sometimes I'll be watching something. I actually have watched some Wyoming games, uh-huh. and that coach looks lost. Yeah, he's he kind of standing
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> where are we at? Who are we playing? Yeah, sell it or Yeah, just rent that baby out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's our joke with Wyoming, is the head coach, and hopefully he remembers where the hell he's at. <laughs> they got the defense has four returning starters, which isn't a good thing anyways, because they were now here. Go, here goes. So here goes a stat. I know we had talked about this in the past. Shoot. Right. Yeah, all right. So I'll tell you a stat and then you tell me how this happens. OK. Wyoming last year. Number one pass the de- defense in the country. Right. Mm hmm. Wyoming last year. Number eleven Russian defense in the country. Mm. Why are they so good against the pass and bad against the run, Taz? A hey, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if, you, if you can't me. if you can't stop the run, why the hell are we gonna throw it?
1: <laughs> I don't get it either.
0: <laughs> Who that, that had that that said that that one time that said so oh our our pass defense good is oh, so great, that was Miami. Yeah, Miami. We had the best pass defense. Yeah. They can't throw the
1: ball against. Them. It's like hell. No, they don't need That's to. We are run it on you. Why pass it when we can average like <laughs> two hundred fifty yards a game? Yeah, rush something on, like that. Uh huh. Yeah, ever call that? Yep. They do lose, and they lose their first team Mountain
0: West linebacker Chad Muma had hundred forty two tackles last last year. Right. Now this something crazy. I just saw him. He got drafted by the Jaguars. Mm. He's playing in the preseason game. And they lose 10 of their top 15 tacklers. Mm. So, old coach out there in Laramie, Wyoming, is going to have a hard time. Hopefully oh, they year. had a heck of an offseason, I can tell you that. Oh, buddy. yeah. Well, we won't have to see on that.
1: Mm. One of the worst pass defenses in the country.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, they're going to have a rough year next year. I don't see seven wins, and that's just not me being biased and talking talking smack. I, did, I
1: don't see seven wins not with everything they lost yeah now that you, you, you're you changing out to probably some um inferior teams because they had uh, Montana State Northern North Illinois last year that they both beat mm-hmm. they pick up Illinois and Tulsa <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I'm just saying yep you know? and they gotta go to Illinois don't they yeah they go to Illinois oof yeah
0: I'm telling you, that coach gonna tell his guys look out for dip buckers. mm don't let him through the line. <laughs> he was there when I played football.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're attention to him. I think most people need to kind of watch his coaching style this year.
0: Oh yeah, just pay attention. We'll to, be watching. Oh yeah, yeah, we we definitely will. Look at decision making, <laughs> time management. That that's exactly where you'll look at it and be like, "What?" That's why he shaved his head. Or he's bald, so he can't pull his hair out. Well, He's just, he just hoping that's so far ahead <laughs> that it don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah, hope so. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's Wyoming. Next one we got here is Colorado State. Jay Norvell, yeah. his first year there, left Nevada, went to Colorado State. They went 3-9 and nine last year, Taz. Mm. Lost eight of the last ten road games. Was 1-5 yeah. at home last year. Hasn't had a winning season since 2017. Yeah, just six winning seasons the last 18 years.
1: Had it rolling, man. It had and it-
0: lost to Vandy last year. Yeah. All right. Let me sell you. Go ahead. All right, three and nine, Colorado State. I'm gonna sell you. All right, you sold me on the three and nine, Nebraska. Right. I'm gonna sell you on a three and nine, Colorado State, and then we're gonna make a, we're gonna make something to keep track of at the end. Okay. All right, let me say. They lost to Vandy, right? Yeah. All right, Vandy. We all know about Vandy if you've been listening. Oh, everybody knows about Vandy. We got the mini helmet right here in front of us. Went mm-hmm. ahead and got one so we can keep track. They lost because of a 38-yard field goal with only 19 seconds left. Mm. You know how they got in that position? How didn't get there. Pass interference call and targeting. Mm. They lost at Utah State, the team that won the division. All right. 11 seconds left in the game. Missed a 42-yard field goal to the left. Rushed out on the field. They should have spiked the ball to stop the clock. Mm-hmm. They ran out there, rushed it, pushed it to the left, right? hmm New quarterback, mm-hmm. Clay Millen. Redshirt freshman from Nevada. Follow Jay Norvell over. All right. They're leading rushers back. Four of their five top running backs are back. They do lose their top receiver, Trey McBrick. Trey McBride, he was the Mackey Award winner last year. Next, three receivers are back. Mm. Two receivers are from Nevada. Brought him with them. Yep. <laughs> Troy Horton, 52 catches, 659 yards, five touchdowns. Stovall, 56 catches, 643, one touchdown. Mm. Last year in Nevada, Nevada was plus 16 in turnover margin. Number one in the country. hmm Colorado State was number f- minus five. Mm. So he's going to bring that over and fix that. And they got an easy schedule right here. Heard it here. Colorado State, seven wins. Seven wins. Mark it. Mm. Put it on your calendar. Mm. Seven wins, Colorado State. I'll make this. Jay Norvell will win more games than Mike Norvell at Florida State. I'm fighting words right there. <laughs> You know, let's do it.
1: Yeah, that, I, I, I'm I'm not going against it. <laughs>
0: you know, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Jay Norvell at Colorado State. We'll will have win. a better record
1: than Florida State. We'll
0: have a better record than Mike Norvell at Florida State. Mm. We'll keep track of that through the year. Yeah, we'll
1: keep track of that. That's going to be That'll be a
0: pretty good one. Yeah, yeah it will. it will be interesting. <laughs> so that's Colorado State. We got one more team left here. And that's New Mexico. New Mexico is a pretty interesting team too. Mm-hmm. They were three and nine last year. Their head coach, Danny Gonzalez, he's in his third year. He's lost. They've lost eighteen of the last nineteen road games. Mm. Their last winning season was twenty sixteen and nine and four, when Bob Davey was their head coach. <laughs> but they got Rocky Long. Here is their D coordinator. Who came from San Diego State? I guess he got the itch, couldn't stay on, the, stay in the house the, on the couch, and said, "I want to come back to coaching." He's a great coach. Right. New Mexico has actually beat Wyoming the last two years, mm. and this is a team that's lost 18 of their last 19 road games. They used five quarterbacks last year, <laughs> and here's something. The last three games last year, mm-hmm. a student manager played and started the last game versus Utah State. Not good. <laughs> a student manager. They didn't even have enough quarterbacks to put out on the field.
1: Yeah. That's, oh man, that's it's going to be interesting because they uh, there again, these teams, well, that's, that's not too much of a swap. I mean, they played Texas a last year, and then they pick up LSU. <laughs> Both of them are losses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They
0: got a new QB this year, Mm -hmm. Miles Kendrick, who came from Kansas. Mm -hmm. They lose three offensive linemen. They lose their top two running backs and only return five starters on a horrible offense. Mm -hmm. An offense that only averaged 12.2 points per game and only 234.9 yards a game. Both of those, they finish 130 of 131. They do got seven returning starters on defense mm-hmm. in yards. They're top five in the conference, 54th in the country, and points. They're 10th in the Mountain West at 28.4 and 86th in the in the country. So their defense will be a little better. They got some pretty good safeties, at Derek Jarek Reed and Ronald Wilson. I think they'll have some pretty good years mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. and then. That's pretty much, I mean, defense be a little better. Offense, they got it. I mean, you can't play five quarterbacks. Right. (laughs) And end up having a student manager starting on senior day.
1: Right. (laughs) So, but still found a way to beat Wyoming. Yeah, I mean, defense-wise, everything's like within top tens, scoring the 10th. Mm -hmm. That was in the conference. I think that was probably the worst. Yeah, (laughs) I think that was probably the worst. You're giving up the point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But every other category, you're talking about rush defense, pass defense. They're both middle-of-the-road conference. They're ranked five. Mm -hmm. Both of those, 51 and 54 respectively. But overall, in the Mountain West, they're actually ranked fourth. And 46, 44 nationally.
0: Oh, okay hmm
1: That's not too bad. Yeah, it turnover mar but turnover margin. Mm-hmm. Minus seven. Oof. Yeah. That do can't it. Can't do that. Nah. <laughs> nah. You can't ask much
0: out of them student managers. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That's gonna wrap up New Mexico. I think they're gonna have another pretty rough year next year, but They'll probably get it all together. Like I said, you can't go through five quarterbacks and expect to have a great year. Right. (laughs) So, all right, so now we're going to move on to our players of the year, our offensive and defensive player of the year. Offensively, I got Fresno State's quarterback, Jake Hayner, had 4,096 yards last year, 33 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and 67% completion percentage. I think he's gonna have a really good season this upcoming year, and I think he could probably lead him to the to the standings for the task. Who you got as your offensive player
1: of the year? Okay, offensive of player of the year. I got this Logan Bonner. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty over over thirty six hundred yards um, passing, thirty six to twelve touchdown to interception ratio 61 percent percentage passing. Oh, okay. So he's over fifty percent. So he can improve on that by possibly taking care of the ball a little better. Oh, yeah. You know? That was still pretty good numbers, though. Yeah, a real good number. <laughs> I mean, you talk. I mean, considering, but there again, it lost a lot of players. Yeah, that's true. And, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Utah State, they're still back. Yeah, they're still back. I was thinking yeah. Nevada for that. But, yeah. yeah, Utah State, yeah. So, it should have a solid year. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. So, who you guys are defensive player. Defensive player, Patrick uh, McMorris from San Diego State. Oh, okay. You know, and I was looking, you know, I, I'm familiar with Brady Holt's defenses. So, mm-hmm. you know, i always going to have a dude somewhere on that first team. But, dude, uh, nine pass breakups, four interceptions. Oh, on damn. defense that's returning six players. Uh-huh. With starting experience. Oh, nice. back in. So. Heck, Yeah. Yeah, that's one to look out for.
0: Yeah. Mine is Air Force linebacker, Vince Sanford. He had 17 tackles for loss and nine and a half sacks last year. Mm. I think him and Air Force is going to have a really good year this upcoming season.
1: Right, right.
0: All right, let's run through these games to watch real quick. And we got first one I got on here is Wyoming at Illinois. Mm. And I put that there because, like I said, hopefully the coach knows where he's at. (laughs) <laughs> so, I think that will be a pretty interesting game. Then, the next one I got on here is Boise State at Oregon State, September 3rd. Could that be a game where Boise State tries to flex some muscle in case some new realignment comes along?
1: Yeah, possible. I mean, they go to Oregon State. Mm-hmm.
0: So that ought to be a pretty interesting one.
1: Right.
0: And then, September 17th, we got the rematch. Give me a chance to win my money back. Air Force at Wyoming. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. With the way Air Force defense is playing. Yeah. They're going to watch them. They're going to lock them down. Yeah. The, the next one we got here same day, as we was talking about earlier, we mm-hmm. got Fresno State at USC. Mm. Now, Fresno State has played good against big power five schools, and they might catch USC just early enough.
1: Yeah. Where they're not quite situated yet. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. I mean, if USC is healthy, offensive wise, to to see how Fresno State will play them, uh, defensive wise. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you got two beasts, man, on the outside. Oh yeah. As far as receivers, mm-hmm. So, they're gonna take the bulk of that. But yeah, well, their secondary is pretty solid.
0: But yeah, they're gonna to have to really man up in that game. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Another Week Zero game we got is Bandy at Hawaii. It's
1: going to be an interesting game right there.
0: I think so, too. It's the last game on Week Zero, Mm -hmm. and it's on TV. It's on that CBS Sports Network. And I do, too. I think that's going to be a really interesting Mm -hmm. game. And Mm -hmm. that is when the clicker starts and the countdown
1: on who can score more points. Right. (laughs) That's going to be interesting. And it's Timmy Chang's first game as a head coach. Yeah, yeah, compared to vantage coach. At least he's he's got a year on his belt. Yeah. So, let's deal. Yeah, it'll um, be pretty good. It, it should be interesting.
0: Yep. And then October 1st, we got one of the greatest games during the year. We got Navy at Air Force. Right. That ought to be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. It should. I love those games. And like I said, those games right there be over in two hours. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean... Because you got to consider that Navy's, uh, not Navy, Air Force's rush defense. hmm Second in the conference last year, but ranked nice nationally. Yep. And that's what Navy d- does best, run mm-hmm. the ball. Yep. So exactly. They can, they can shut down that run.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I think Air Force is going to have a really good year. Right. I do. And they can, they've, they've, they've pretty much held their own against Navy the last couple of years. Right. Then another one on October first, we got San Diego State at Boise State. Mm. They got to go up to the Smurf
1: Turf in October. That's gonna be interesting because mm-hmm. San Diego State's gonna bring the defense. Oh, and lately, yeah. I mean, they've been bringing offense also.
0: Yep. Yeah, so that'll be a really good matchup. Then on October eighth, the next week, Fresno State comes to Boise State. Mm. <laughs> Boise State has a pretty favorable schedule, but. Playing San Diego State and Fresno State Mm back-to-back, I think that can really take a toll on Boise State. I think that's going to be difficult having them back-to-back. I would rather have them spread out or another game in between
1: yeah these games are played in october not quite november no nah, not quite freezing yet but still cool enough yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got you have california teams going to boys Idaho. Mm-hmm. yep so that that temperature sneak in there oh yeah it could cold front come through it can oh that, that can work to their advantage yep
0: And that same day, October 8th, we got Colorado State at Nevada. Mm. Jay Norvell goes back to where he came from. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to win that game. And then October 29th, San Diego State at Fresno State. That would be a pretty good matchup. Two California teams, SoCal versus NorCal. So that ought to be pretty good. Mm. And then November 5th in Arlington, Texas, Air Force plays Army.
1: Another good game, another good matchup,
0: and that would probably be for the Commander in Chief Trophy if Air right. Force can win that game because right. I think they'll beat I think they'll beat Navy at home, mm-hmm. and that one they're playing at Jerry World November 5th, and then the last one we got on here November 26th Air Force at San Diego State, right? That could actually decide who ends up playing in the championship games because yeah. they're on different sides of the brackets, right? But, that but could they're gonna honor this year, right? Yeah, well this year they'll still be in divisions. Yeah, that's what next I'm year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they're on both different sides. So they could actually help or hurt each other. So that'll be a very interesting game right after Thanksgiving. All right. So now we're gonna go ahead and break down the standings and how we think they're gonna finish. So I'll go ahead and get started. The standings on the West Side, mm-hmm. West Division, I'm gonna go with Fresno State. Mm. Fresno number one, followed by San Diego State. And then Hawaii, like I said, they're not quite there, but I think they'll do better. Mm -hmm. Then San Jose State, followed by Nevada. I think it's gonna be a hard year for Nevada, Mm. losing everything. Mm -hmm. And then UNLV at the bottom. And then on the Mountain Division side, I'm gonna go with Air Force. I got Air Force winning winning it. Yep, I got them end up winning it. Mm -hmm. Followed by Boise State. I think they'll have a good year. I'm not completely sold, like everybody else is followed by Utah State, and then my other surprise team, Colorado State. They'll win seven games, mm. followed by Wyoming, because <laughs> they're, they're not going to compete this year. I think they need to be hired,
1: hired no. The division. No, yeah. they're going to have to show me something, mm. and then followed by New Mexico. There they are. Yeah, but you're trusting in uh, Colorado State, right? Yeah, I trust the coach. Yeah. So you tell me you trust
0: Wyoming's coach to what? (laughs) You tell me you don't? No, I don't (laughs) at all. I do not trust Wyoming's coach. Like I said, if y'all think I'm lying or playing, watch a Wyoming game this year and look at some of his decision-making and play calling, and everybody will call in or they'll email or whatever and say, damn, yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't trust his decision-making.
1: Yeah, question. So hopefully that's something he worked on in the offseason. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I mean sometimes
0: you can't teach old dog new tricks. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you just you just get him some help. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, So, how you got him finishing in the standings?
1: West division? Um, I'm looking. I'm 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 gonna go with defense. I think defense may travel this year. I'm gonna go with San Diego State winning division. All right, in the West, and then I, I followed them by followed up with Fresno State, and of course, let's see, number three team I, I ride with San San Jose State. All right, and these next three is just definitely challenging, but I <laughs> I would say I don't know, man, Timmy, he, he may surprise some people, but that's offense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if their defense is gonna travel yet.
0: So uh, gonna, yeah, their defense, offense, or defense got to travel far if you play in Hawaii.
1: Yeah, man, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna bring that lunch pill though. That's <laughs> the thing with him just getting there. Mm-hmm. Let's go with UNLV. I don't know. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, I think. Uh, can they win a couple extra games? They only won one last year in the conference. Um, yeah, I, uh, I can't. go I'll, I'll go Nevada then fall by Hawaii. All right. I was trying to reach there for a minute, but. <laughs> All right. Next division. I'm with you, man. Air Force. All right. With the defense, man. They rank top five, pretty much every category, man. So, they, they defense challenge, challenging, which is going to always give the offense an extra opportunity. So, I got them followed by Boise. And then Boise followed by uh, Utah State. I'm not as sold on Colorado State as you are yet. <laughs> uh, maybe a couple years, you know, mm. from now. So we'll see. Uh, it's challenging, but I, I, I think I will go with with Wyoming. You gotta be kidding! I man. gotta go. I, I can't put Wyoming you just at the doing bottom? That just to stir. The, all can't. right, okay. We gonna see. I cannot put him at the see. bottom. Wait till Colorado State play Wyoming. Yeah, I want to see and it. We gonna up. see it. We damn right. We head gonna head see up. it. Head up, and then of course, you know, New, New Mexico at the bottom. So you got Colorado? Oh, you don't have Colorado State at the bottom? No, no. Did I, didn't I say after, Who who that put at the Utah State? Wyoming. Okay, do Wyoming then Colorado? Oh, I know. I was just joking with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm more sold on him than. Yeah. We're late night recording, everybody. Oh, yeah. Trying see, to hang see, in there. He gonna he gonna go ahead and win that one because you got you. Ha- You got Norvell focusing on (laughs) Norvell, and Wyoming's going to come up in the rear end and take that game. Get it. Okay. We're going to see. We're going to be focusing on the wrong thing. We're going to see, because they end up playing each other. Let me see. That's probably going to be definitely one of those West Coast games. November
0: 12th, right? and Wyoming's coming off a bye, but they got to go to Colorado State.
1: There's no but. Yeah. They're coming off a bye. That's all we need to know. Okay. Coming off a bye. Yep, but you coming to Colorado State. Yeah, but we're yep. coming off a of
0: bye. Okay, circle that one. Yeah, circle yeah. it, circle. everybody. Done. <laughs> All right, so you got San Diego State versus Air Force. Who you got winning the conference this year, Taz?
1: Uh, this is a little tricky, but uh, I think I'm going to roll with uh, Air Force. Air Force? Yeah. All right. I think a little more balance in San Diego
0: State. Yeah, I think so too. Uh-huh. And that's I, I got Air Force in Fresno State, and I got the same result coming from it. I, I see Air Force beating them. I think Air Force has a really great year. Their head coach has been doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they play their top five in defense, and they run the ball. And the Mountain West, it's going to get cold. Right. It's going to get hard out right. there to throw the ball around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even against some Southern teams, they'll get some of them to come up north. And I... I just think Air Air Force has an amazing team this year. I think they're going to get over the hump. Like I said, they was tied for the lead last year, but they lost by three or four to Utah State, or they Mm would have played in the championship game. And I think this year they're going to get that revenge on them. All right, everybody. So that wraps up our Mountain West preview show. Hope y'all enjoyed it. The only ones we got left now is the Mac and the Independent, right. which will drop next weekend, along with a special episode, our top twenty-five preview episode, where me and Taz are going to create our own top twenty-five, right. and we'll let y'all know how it went and how we discussed our topics and to get to teams where we thought they should be ranked. <laughs> so that ought to be pretty interesting. Yeah. So, well, alright, everybody. I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode. Like I said, really appreciate it. Make sure y'all hit the download button. And thank y'all for tuning in. Tad, you got anything for the people?
1: No, man. Just always uh, enjoy the listeners, man. Just be patient. I (laughs) know, Don't rush it because it's college football season. Be here before you know it, but uh, it'll be out of here before you know it also. You ain't lying. That's the sad part. Just enjoy it, man. Week by week. Watch as many ball games as you can, man. Yep. And, uh, and whatever you miss be sure to tune in here and we'll give you the rundown on how it went definitely
0: we're going to do a recap after <laughs> every week so we'll see what's up yes sir alright everybody have a great week Sunday and we'll see you on the next one peace